Welcome to episode four of The Conversation. What's up, family? How have you been? Um, I know the cases are going up in L.A. County. Uh, if you, You'll be watching this, and maybe you just got off a public health site. But hey, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. I think you're going to get something out of this Bible study today that's going to help you not be so nervous. And if not, watch again next week, and maybe that'll work. I don't know. We're, we're, we're just here. <laughs> give it a we're shot. We're trying to help. We'll give it a shot. We're just trying to help. That's right. So I'm going to introduce you once again to my absolutely <laughs> fire co-host, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Give it up for Kendall Haley, everybody. Yee! Kendall Haley. And then we have the incomparable, the... Gosh illustrious, one, mm. world-renowned, okay. uh, she's going. like unbelievable, mm-hmm. Elise Murphy, everybody. Wow, that was a nice intro. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for that. I do and ladies and I, gentlemen, the incredible, I get amazing, Keep going. profound, mm-hmm. you'll turn, throw away. I don't, I don't do big words. Okay, great. <laughs> the great Julian Lowe, everybody. So I said incomparable and all you could do is the great. To be honest, I didn't even know what illustrious means. Me neither. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. We'll look it up after this. You yeah, know the word. I'd love to. Yeah, maybe we'll go through the dictionary oh, next, wow. next okay. conversation. We'll just go Ooh, through the dictionary. Let's talk about Joseph. Let's talk about Joseph. Okay. We'll talk about Joseph. You know, <laughs> hey, guys, it's good to see you tonight for episode four. By the way, we're going to be doing six episodes. Mm. And then guess what? We just got to deal with Netflix, y'all. <laughs> They're going to be streaming the next uh, season of the conversation. Yeah. Um, that it's is not true. But I'm speaking life That's and right. speaking faith Netflix in the name us. of Jesus. We're going to be on Netflix. But hey, we got to jump into the conversation um, about the life of Joseph. And uh, this has been actually really good for me. I've really enjoyed talking about this story with you guys. And even as kind of the ups and downs, like when we first started this, we were kind of talking about, you know, uh, we were talking about Joseph, but we were kind of talking about what internally, what would it look like to get off quarantine and cases were going down a little bit things started to stable out and now here we are where oh it's something else and now we're looking online and the cases are back and maybe you're freaking out at home and there's this up and down that's a lot like joseph's life and so i think just as i was wanted to remind myself and you watching that um god says he's the beginning and the end the Mm. alpha and the omega and the middle it, he, we got to we got to get through it because right. in the end God's going to win. That, yep. That's the story of, of Jesus, and so same thing with with Joseph here. And so we're going to take a look at Genesis chapter forty three. It is a million verses, so I'm not going to read <laughs> so many. one million. Genesis forty three verse ten thousand. No, it's right. like uh, so. I'm, we're going to we're going to summarize long. a little bit. But if you've been following us, I want to really encourage you to go back to the prior three episodes and try to catch up. Yeah because we're really gonna go through Genesis 44 and then 45, and then you know, gonna close out the, um, uh, the conversation on the life of Joseph. But you know, we picked up, if you were watching last week, where Joseph is, has now been elevated. He's, he's gone through his pit experience. He's gone through his prison experience, mm-hmm. and he's been mm-hmm. elevated to a place of authority right. um, due to um, you know, the, the circumstances that his pain actually provided for right. him. And so then his brothers, he's over the uh, entire uh, amount of grain in the world, really. Um, There's only grain in Egypt and there is a region wide famine. Everybody's starving. And then he gets a visit from his brothers um, because his brothers have to buy grain from him. His brothers show up. They don't recognize him. He recognizes Mm -hmm. them and he gives them grain. It's a whole situation. It is all it's complicated bad. It's complicated, complicated, right? And so we're going to catch up in Genesis 20, uh, 43, where 
Um, now the brothers have gone home with the grain. Yeah. Um, they've ran out of grain. Again. And now they got to go back. And mm -hmm. if you remember Genesis 42, he says, don't come back here mm -hmm. without the homie. You mm -hmm. got to bring the little homie Benjamin. Mm -hmm. Benjamin's got to roll. His little brother, mm -hmm. Benjamin, don't come through. Don't come back. Right. And so yeah. now they're having a conversation where they have to tell the dad, hey, we need more grain. We got to go back. And he said not to come back without Benjamin. Mm -hmm. And so now they're having, they have this big argument yeah. about Benjamin. The dad's right. really upset because he's already lost Joseph and, he's, and now he's going to lose Benjamin. And so he's sending them back. Now, if you look at Genesis 42, a really cool thing happened. They had money to buy the grain. Right. And I always find it interesting that it wasn't that they didn't have money. They didn't have grain. Mm. Right. And so they, then their money had less value wow. because of what they didn't have. Shoot. We already like this I is mean, kind of okay, I didn't know we were jumping in like that, mm -hmm. but yeah. So before the famine, what would have been the most valuable thing to have? Yeah, what have money? Would have been money. Silver. During the famine. Okay. So, oh, silver. Oh. So, yeah. He okay. Cultural context. <laughs> yeah, you, you brought it. You've been to Bible money, college? ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, okay. Can you say, maybe. I so, know. so I want to start kind of there. We're going to unpack a few verses. Yeah, I love that. But if we're kind of wow. bringing Genesis 42 and Genesis 43 together, they had money. And they went with Joseph to buy the, the, the grain with money. Mm. Right. And then when they ran out of the grain, they came back with more money. Right. Wow. And then Joseph gave them their money back. And, it, and we're going to read this part, this part of the scripture that's going to be really powerful. But they, they actually had money. And so I kind of wanted to start off with just this yeah. idea Cases are going up. 2020. Right. Um, I saw a meme today that I heard of a meme today where somebody's trying to like bust open a door and somebody's trying to hold right. hold it closed and it's like July, like trying to come in the door. Like you don't know what. Right. Don't, don't come know. in here. We're one news article away yeah. from not being able to go outside. At least right. it feels yeah. like that. So I guess, Kendall, what do you think during this whole time to use that same analogy? Right. That. What had value? What had value before this whole season began that that has lost value, Oof. and what didn't have such a good question as much value before this all happened that now, now has tons of value. Right? How um, would you answer that question, man? I think for me personally, I'm not a big fan of school. To be honest, like it's just it's something that we have to do. But I think what's really important about it is is being educated, right? We go to school to be educated, to learn things from our elders, just like we're doing right now. Like, I'm learning things from you guys. Um, but I think what the youth struggle with is they really don't have a burning passion to do any of that, really. They want to do, they want to go out and party and have all these fun, fun things, but they're not setting themselves up for success, mm. right? School is a thing that we need to, to be able to become successful. Maybe not like, in the long run, you don't have to go to school for 30 years or whatever, but like some things you need to, you need, you need to go to school. And I think like even during this quarantine is like, we had school online and I know countless friends, countless that are like, they would, they would have online school and they wouldn't even pay attention. Like literally I've, I know friends that have like, would put their iPad up, we use an iPad at my school, put their iPad up, the teacher's talking and they would knock out. Just straight knocked out sleeping. You when you put on that Zoom call, where yeah. you put your video off. Yeah, exactly. You're not in the call. Yeah, bro. Sometimes you, know. you are. I'm, but you're really not. When I put though. my Zoom on, my video on, I'm right not in the call. You're not. Got it. Got but it. But I think I think that. we really need to value education, especially we're in a country that has the 
is blessed with education. In some places, people don't even get educated. Like, mm -hmm. if you go to Africa and you go to a village, like half of those guys don't even know two plus two, right? And it's like that thing where I think we need to value education and actually really take school and, and learning things at a higher level. We need to really take it more seriously. That's actually really, really deep because everybody had a level playing field with their education. So what you knew about race mm. mattered. What doctors knew about COVID-19 mattered. What leaders knew about how to manage a company remote mattered. Like mm. you had to, it, it, so in this season, mm. so funny you said that because I found myself like, I feel like I'm in school. Yeah. And like one of the greatest universities so that can teach you anything. Think about Joseph, young kid, you know, amazing coat of many colors, like Gucci robe, I like y'all about to bow to me. Y'all about to. He's just like, and he's he just caught a whole vibe. Like y'all about to right. bow. You about to bow to your boy. Like he didn't seem very. I like your version of the Bible. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a right. He he didn't seem very like, like wise. Right. All of a yeah. sudden he goes through pain. Yep. Right, and now he's leading a nation. Right. Teenage boy. Right. No school, no college. But he went to two universities. One was a prison and one mm -hmm. was a pit. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And all yeah. of a sudden, he had the wisdom. Yeah. Right. See, the education that we sign up for usually isn't a prison or a pit. And, and mm -hmm. I want to lean into that a little bit because yeah. I think pain changes your values. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So for you, how would you answer that question? Like, what do you value now that maybe you didn't value before that? And I want to read this verse that, based, that I got this question yeah, off of Yeah, I think that... that First of all, I think that that's such a good point. And yet I think that like a lot of students, and tell me if I'm wrong, I've been out of school for a minute, but like they would have, they would value the getting together and going to school now more than they did before. So yeah, it's like, definitely. I just want to get back to school. Right. Like not necessarily, hopefully to read books, but who knows. Yeah. But I think that, that when you don't have something that's taken away, what you used to um, take for granted suddenly becomes his prized possession. Like everyone mm -hmm. takes grain for granted until there is a famine and then suddenly we'll pay whatever you need to pay to get that, that thing. I think for me, um, something that had a higher value, I'm trying to think, I, I think that, um, I, to be honest, like kind of the education route of like, I didn't realize what I didn't know until mm. it was clear I didn't know it. That doesn't make sense. And mm -hmm. so I think before this, the thing that was high value, that was, sorry, low value for me personally, being honest, was margin mm. to be able to sit and not be doing five things at once because it's my specialty, right. is to be like very efficient with my time and to be like, like the goals person. But actually that doesn't work if you don't give yourself margin to sit and allow things to come up, whether it's feelings, issues, talking to God, reading my Bible and not like reading my Bible because it's the thing I have to do in the morning with my cup of coffee and the Instagram post, but so much margin that we have room to go, what am I feeling right now? Right. What's going on in our world? Like thinking time. I'd never had thinking time 
And you know why? It's not because I was too busy. It's because I didn't value it. Mm -hmm. That's just the truth. I didn't value margin to be able to sit and allow God to speak to me and allow me to really start to sort out what's going on in here. And again, thoughts and feelings. So with everything that was going on with George Floyd and racism and the um, protests and everything, I had margin, not just to sit with it and to allow what was happening, allow it to affect me, but also then to say, all right, what do I need to do? God search my heart? Where can I change? What can I do? And so I think that I didn't value that before. And it's very easy to say I was just busy and that's true, mm. but I value that now. It's actually, uh, it's an interesting response. Whenever I asked a, a girl that, especially in the, in the Christian world, right? Because they're, all their values are changing. Everything's changing. That's what famine and hard times do. Yeah, right. They make things that didn't matter matter and they make things that matter not matter like right. it changes everything mm -hmm. like it really does and so many times we actually have a hard time in a hard season because of what mattered to us when we got mm -hmm. into that season mm -hmm. because the wrong things mattered yeah. so if your family was number one but if your business was number one and your profits went down this season it's harder for you right mm -hmm. if your family was number one now you get to spend more time in it it's awesome and right. so yeah. but when you said about your values about and i think i would imagine joseph needed to lean into how he felt a little bit. When I first came into the church like 12 years ago, like people were always talking about how they felt. Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. their I heart. I just feel like in your soul. Really and to me feel... that was a feminine thing. So I'm like Yeah. People one time I came to church and they were like, "Hey, but how's your heart, bro?" Aww. I'm like, hey, "See, even I don't like Get that away from me, man. Though. No, yeah. Get away from me." That's I, got I would get like passive aggressive text. It was a man. <laughs> yeah. That's not great. He leaned in really close that. too. It was like yeah. this close. He asked me how my heart was. I'm like yeah, uh, we don't, yeah. I don't know, man. You know? But I'd so like to go I, on the record to say that oh, there, are, there are females that don't like that sentence as well, that question. Okay, good, good to yep. know. Yeah. Just on the record. But for you, if you feel a, a way, just, just lean on that answer a little bit, yeah. and then I really want to read this first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll get this there. Don't worry, we'll get so there. so good, bro. Yeah. Do, when you feel a way about what's going on, do you tend to put your head down and work through it and, and, and distract yourself, or do you sit down and you think about it and you process. If you're going through something tough like this, right. would you think about it or try to medicate it by being busy? Um, I think I'm learning to think about it. And I think also what I'm learning to do is ask questions because we don't always know. Like, yep. we really don't always know. And I think especially what I've learned while we're going through this life of Joseph is like, I've been asking my family, my friends and people like that, like, what, when you read this, like, what do you feel? And I think that's what we're doing right now. It's mm -hmm. like, what does Elise feel? What, what do I feel? What do Julian feel? And then we ask questions about it to further understand yeah. what's really going on, to give different perspectives. So I think uh, what I'm learning to do to answer your question is really sit in it, but progressively sit in it. Do something uh, to help you further understand it, to help you realize perspectives and different thoughts and how, how you can go about it. This, I think that's I like so that. powerful. And I asked all this question because in Genesis 43, this was so, you see that set up? Yep. You see that? I set y'all up. Hold on, this cactus ain't. I was For all waiting. of our OCD people, it mm -hmm. wasn't lined up. They, they haven't listened to anything we've said this entire time. <laughs> yeah, they're like time. looking at the cactus <laughs> yeah, the whole like, time. it's not centered. Um, it is now. So we help you out so you can listen to the word. <laughs> um, but this verse, you guys, it's so scary. So remember when we did, if you're paying attention, we did the uh, recap at the right. beginning. And I said, 
that the family came. They brought Joseph some mm -hmm. money. Joseph gave them some grain. But Joseph was a G. Their money wasn't necessary. He had access right. to everything. So he put their money back in, their, in his brother's sack. So right. when they went home, they found out not only did they have the grain, but they had the money. And so they were scared to go back because they thought that Joseph might think that he stole the money. They didn't right, want to right. take the younger brother. And so then now Jacob is having conversations with his son because they need grain once again. And in this weird way, they're shocked that they need grain again. Right. And it just reminds me of this season that we're in right now where we're shocked that we might oh, have to stay yeah. home again. And right. so we actually don't Second prepare run. our wow. hearts for the long run. Right. We just, oh, it's a couple of weeks we do yes. this. Or even like we're on lockdown and like we'll go pretend that we're not and like yeah. we don't deal with it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yes. And so right. he goes, he goes, hey, I got a plan. And verse 12 in verse uh, chapter 43, verse 12 says, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is so funny to me. He's like, all right, you got to go get some grain. And in verse 11, he says, so their father, Jacob, finally said to them, if it can't be avoided, then at least do this. Pack your bags with the mm -hmm. best products of this land. Take them down as gifts. Bomb. <laughs> oh, yeah, the gifts are so weird. Chapstick. It's like, the like, list might be chapped. Bomb. Like, you know you are not operating in any revelation. You're just scared. You're afraid you're going to die. And he goes, bring them some bomb. <laughs> you can tell he saw the sentence and didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah. He's like, I know what to do, guys. Just whatever you got. Take yeah. them some bomb. Yeah, it's like, it's just weird. Like, right. bomb, honey. Gum, you eating all that grain, your breath just got the halitosis. You got that grain breath. Gums. He's gonna have some gum, some aromatic resin. What's that? Some pistachio. Your family wasn't that bad. Yeah. You got pistachio nuts. And almonds. And almonds. Almonds are fire. And Great source of protein. <laughs> but also, continue to move forward. Take double the money yeah. that was put in your sacks, as it was probably one's mistake. This dude had so much money yeah. that he had enough money to buy the grain, he had enough money to buy more grain, mm -hmm. and he had enough money to give them back double right. the original amount. So he had a wow. whole lot of what didn't matter, none of what did. Jeez. Wow. And Jacob spent his whole life hustling. Doing right. that. The reason why this verse stands out to me mm -hmm. is because in LA, he's living the dream. Yeah. More money than he knows what to do with. Yep. But he mm -hmm. raised sons who were willing to kill yep. their younger brother because they didn't like that his younger brother was blessed. Mm. If you look at ja this verse reminded me of Jacob's life. Wow. I got to catch people up yeah. on Jacob. Yes. Jacob did his brother dirty yeah. right. over a blessing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now Back he's the producing blessing. the exact same things yep. in his family. He did. Mm -mm. He's producing the exact same things in his family. And so for me, this verse is like, man, I got sons who would kill their brother. Mm. I, have, I have no leadership mm -hmm. at all. I'm raising a family. But I got, I got plenty of money. Plenty. But when crisis hits, I'm like, grab some gum and some honey and some aromatic resin. Like, wait, wait, what? Right. And here's what's crazy about this. Wow. And this leads to my second question. I'm asking some really good questions. You are. Facts. Like, I just have to turn to the camera and say, okay, don't I'm proud. Okay. I think God's proud of me. That's wow. <laughs> but give him some balm. But but this is what's crazy. My point about this is he had double of what didn't matter, mm -hmm. and he had a bunch of sons that were not literally willing to kill their their right. other brother. 
So I want to ask you a question about family, mm. right? Have you ever been anywhere in our culture or our society where someone was trying to encourage you about family? And I say this honestly because even for me in my circles, I can count on one hand how many people in leadership spaces ask me about my family, ask mm -hmm. about my church. How are you doing that? How do you know that? Like nobody's like, hey, so very few people, how's your marriage? How's your kid? We don't ask each other those questions. And so I think for a young person, obviously I probably know the answer to this mm -hmm. question, but like when you hang out, are you seeing healthy families during this time? Do you, you know, when you hang out with other people's families, hopefully you don't say my family, my, my family, we're doing all right, bro. But I'm saying like in, in your high school space, uh -huh. what's the vibe? Is it everybody's trying to get double the money right. or are people really focused on family? I think it's definitely double the money, um, especially in a place where most of the parents of the of the kids are thriving and have a lot of money. I go yeah. go into a private school, so right. it's it's a lot. Most people come from a wealthy background, and I think it's really sad because I see it even not during this pandemic, but total. Like I see it all the time. It's just where it's like these kids are having to go to other places and other routes to get that attention or whatever they're family doesn't provide for them. So often we see, you know, like people doing horrible things and, and doing like these committing crimes just to get attention, like just to have something yeah. they don't have at home. Right. You can see like, for example, uh, one of my friends, uh, their parents are very wealthy, but they're also actors. And so they're always traveling 24 seven, They're always doing this and that and that. But the kid, they never hang around with their parents. Mm -hmm. It's like a, when their parents get around, it's like, we'll have a party, like, wow. It's like, they're home, they're with yeah. me, they're like, this is great. But when they're gone, it's like, they leave him money and yeah. he just goes crazy. Yeah. Like literally, it'll, he'll go with his friends, go out and party, buy drugs, do all this because there's no provision supervision there's no love there's no they're just right. handing him money like it's just there yeah. and there's nothing that he's getting from it which is sad you know mm -hmm. but i think what my family and your family and all of our families that are that we do really well is we not only provide like a sense of love and community with each other but we're like all best friends like i can go to my mom or dad and say whatever i want Literally, it's like I'm I, I dap my dad up like, what up, dude? Like, mm -hmm. what's going on? You know what I mean? And there's the sense of love and family and yeah. like togetherness that a lot a lot of families right now have, you know, and I think that's due to double the silver, double the, the money, you know, and so that's wow. what I think. I would say, though, I definitely and thank you for saying about mm -hmm. my family. I would agree that with that about your family, but I would definitely say that. I feel a lot like Jacob, you know, so interesting about my son, I asked my son who his favorite like Bible person was, he said Jacob, like mm. the deceiver, Jesus. like I'm like, not Jesus. No, not. that's why I love Dallas. Yeah. But I feel a lot like Jacob in, in this story because for me, yeah. you know, everybody's out of control right now. Right. So Jacob has no control. Mm -hmm. So his plans, remember when God says who he is the God of, he says he's the God of Jacob. 
mm-hmm. Abram. When he talks about himself in the New Testament, he, he picks a few people. Right. Yeah. He didn't say Daniel. Yeah. Daniel was fire. He right. didn't say Elijah. Yeah, it's so true. He didn't even say Moses. Mm-hmm. The God of Jacob, Abraham, and Isaac. He, he, he starts to talk about family. Yeah. Right. So he doesn't. And I think in our culture, if God were to say, I'm the God of this CEO, that CEO, we, he, we, would, he would, we would think that he would say accomplishments. Right. Mm. Like, to be honest, like, I'm the God of, you know, Joel Osteen, wonderful right. man, by the way. But we would think of, if God were going to refer to people, he would pick the people in our church world who had the biggest accomplishments mm-hmm. and right. say, I'm their God, I'm right, their God. Right, right, right. But in this, when he would use that, right. he was the God of Jacob and Abraham and Isaac the legacy, that's all legacy. What's scary to me is that God would say that he's the God of Jacob. And when, I almost said like, when it hits the fan, I can't say that. <laughs> I wish you did though. Quarantine, I you man. Did. Quarantine will get you. How's your heart, Julian? Yeah, okay. I think I have an issue with my soul. Um, y'all know what I'm saying. He was like, somebody grabbed the resin and the yeah. honey. It's just all control. Never once did he go, we need to pray. Mm. This is the guy. That's why I'm leaning in on this verse. This is the guy who laid his head on a rock, Mm -hmm. had a dream of Mm -hmm. angels descending and ascending on a ladder. The first time the house of God is ever used in scripture. Mm -hmm. He says, we're going to name this place Bethel, the house of God, because God was here and I knew it not. And then here he is all these years later. In the middle of a crisis, grabbed, somebody grabbed the gum, the honey, the resin, and the, and the almonds, and the pistachio. Right. Can, can you imagine? It, it, feels like if, if, yeah. it feels like you just looked whatever was around right. and you didn't look. Well, and I think it's interesting because Jacob, honestly, like that's why I love Dallas, because your son, because I relate to, like I love Jacob so much. That's my guy. And I don't know if it's because he's the deceiver. Like, Quite possibly, but he he's been doing this his whole life. So this isn't just like because he's lost control. He did this with Esau, his brother. Mm-hmm. He sent gifts ahead of him when fi- suddenly all of his success couldn't actually make up for a relationship that was broken. And so here it's grain, but back then he did this when there was a relationship and when there's a conflict issue, he sent all these gifts and presents and animals and things in front of him to try to appease his brother. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we've done in the past that we don't heal from, we'll do again in the future. And so if, you, if I've dealt with conflict a lot of like, for me, I can easily vacillate like mm-hmm. hot and cold, hot and cold, whether it's relationships or energy or like my calendar. That's why I was saying margin balance has been like a new thing for me mm-hmm. because I haven't had that. But this has been something I hope and pray that this season has broken a little bit of the vacillation because what I used to do when there was conflict was go hot and cold with someone right. or I would just throw out the relationship just because there was a conflict. And I think what we, like I said, what we don't heal from, what we don't work through, we're going to repeat when we feel like we're losing control mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. in the future. And so that's why I think it's such an interesting, interesting verse because you're right. Like rather than saying, hey, guys, can we come around and pray? Like, I don't know what to do here and being vulnerable. Um no wonder his sons, by the way, have an issue with being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Joseph wasn't revealing who he was, and the brothers weren't saying that they'd like killed their brother in the past. Everyone mm-hmm. was covering up something, mm-hmm. and Jacob was no different. Mm-hmm. And so um, if I want something different for my kids in the future, if I want something different for my family, it's got to start with, with me right. now. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why God doesn't pick 
different random people, not from families. Mm. He goes through the lineage because generations is so powerful. I don't know. I don't think we talk about that enough in 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 church. And, and this is my concern, even with COVID nineteen and and racism and all that's going on in this country, is that COVID nineteen is not in our control. Right. You know what mm. happened to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all these people. That's not in our control. Mm-hmm. So then when something happens wow. that you couldn't control, the biggest response? temptation yeah. is that you don't take personal responsibility wow. on what you do yeah, have control right. over. So you forsake like your own patterns because there's something over here and all of your energy goes towards trying to stop that, yeah. which right. I get it. But at the end of the day, if you picketed and you didn't go to school right. and you don't graduate, if you protested, not picketed, but you protested and you didn't go to school, so even what you said earlier, Kendall, where right. you said, I don't really like school. But when I talked to your dad, I think you got like straight A's. Mm-hmm. Bro, I got straight D's. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but now you are doing, excelling in something that you don't like. Yeah. Right. So you didn't just protest. That's you also huge. did your homework. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you protest, and yeah, we need to protest, but then you don't do this thing yeah, over here about so personal good. responsibility. Wow. Right. Then now... Your, your pain is not because of a problem, it's because of your pattern. Right. Come on, alliteration. That's what that, you do know big words. That was so good. I knew the letter, so that okay. was helpful. Mm-hmm. You know? But you see what I'm saying? To your point, he had That's a pattern so good. where every solution was money. Yes. Right. I have an issue so with Esau. Right. Esau, so let me just yep. send some goats. Right, right. Yep. Jo- you know, you know this, this, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the person in charge of Egypt might be mad. The bomb, the honey. And you're just sending gifts. Yes. Right. So I'm saying the reason why that verse leapt out to me is because that is honestly like where I'm at right now. Mm. Right. Like even all the things that we're doing as a church in our city, a lot of that is like, right. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even have the faith to pray for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So let me. So it's like I was checking my own heart. Wow. Yeah. Like I'm actually we're doing great things as a church. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But I'm creating a system in my mind like this is always going to be this way. Yeah. So I'm like actually shifting towards, okay, so yeah. this is what it yeah. is. Let me just do this. And I'm like, wait a second. What about getting on my face and going, yo, like we got to get these cases to come down. Lord. Yeah. Right. And I think I prayed those prayers and they didn't get answered. So now it's just like, okay, so how much honey, gum, and resin do we have? Let's just make sure. Wow. This, so I, I feel like I can get caught in that too. Mm. And I haven't prayed about COVID-19 not once. But now I'm in gum and resin right. and aromatic and almond Hilarious. mode, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And, and it feels like it, it's the right thing. And I'm, I, we're doing great wow. things in yeah. our city. But I'm saying it can't, it's got to be both. Right. There has to be some personal responsibility where I go, hey, wow. I'm not just going to try to solve all these problems that are out of my control. I got to address what's going on in my family. Right. Yeah. I got to address what's my going on in my own heart. Right. And yeah. he never did. And it's following them. Right. And so I'm going to ask a very vulnerable question. Of course you are. And this is going to be the question at the end when we put it on the screen. Oh, so they're gonna have, you guys are going to have to answer it as well. Just, so. just answer it Welcome to the party. Right now. Oh, gosh. Something you go first. that you are calling a problem. Uh, just maybe it's some time to think about it. We only got like eight minutes. So <laughs> maybe we just have a moment music. of silence. Ding, ding, Jeopardy music. But I'll answer the question first. Love that. Just so that I can be a leader. Because part of being a leader is setting example. Thank right? you, Julian. Um, so my question would be, I wonder what in our lives mm-hmm. that we are calling a problem that's not a problem, it's a pattern. 
Because mm. I pastor people all the time who have patterns, right. and they just think it's a problem. Yeah, this um. thing just came up. No, a pattern is something that you continue to do. That's why this continues right. to happen. It's not just a problem. It's a pattern. Yeah. And so one of my mm. patterns is, is I'm a, I'm a covert, here's my pattern, you ready? I'm a covert disconnector. I'm completely disconnected from people. I'm completely disconnected what's going on. You don't know I'm disconnected. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then if there's an issue going on the earth, then I'll just focus on the solution, but I'm completely disconnected mm. right. that people. So it's like, oh, we're, we're helping the we're city. We're doing all these great mm. things. And I'm so focused on helping people that I actually don't process that somebody died, that somebody got sick. Right. Right. I don't, right, right, right. Because I can't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. I, let me just, because the solution makes me feel like things are better than they Progress, are. Progress, right. So like, I'm a little bit of like a disconnect where I walk in my, and I'm not connected to what's going on. Like I'm putting my kids down to bed, but I'm not connected to that. I'm just, it's eight, it's eight o'clock, gotta get them down. And I'm living my life disconnected, mm. which then leaves you surrounded with a bunch of people and, and, and feeling, you know, like lonely yeah. that you're on your own. You're not on your own. Yeah. You're just not being honest or vulnerable or telling anybody what's really going on. And so I feel like that's a pattern in my life mm-hmm. that, that I need to address or it continues to create, mm. you know, problems in my relationship. Is there anything that you could say, maybe not even in this season in your life, that's like, oh, this is a bit of a, this is a little bit of a, yeah. let's call it a, a pattern vibe. You want to make it sound a better? Pattern pattern vibe. Vibe. Let's call it a little bit of a pattern vibe. a little vibe. pattern vibe. That's fine. Just a little pattern vibe. Well, I feel like I've talked about um, my marriage a lot on this, um, mm. the conversation. So let me try and find something that's not that. But I think that happened like, mm. feels like forever ago. But mm. in this season, seeing as you were nice and current a pattern vibe would be which I can totally relate to yours I I have a tendency to do that as well would be I can be a serial people pleaser and do and but not like so they're happy so that I feel good about myself yeah. that I'm the one. There's nothing to do with trying to bust them. Nothing yeah. to do with helping yeah. people. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Gross. But just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but fully because if you need me, then you got to keep me around. And I think God's been showing me that recently of like, hey, um, that's not going to be great for you because if I keep having to be the one that people need, and then again with the vacillation, vacillating between people pleasing and achieving, I also really like to just like get it done, get stuff done. And that can stop me actually being in touch with my emotions and processing what's happening. So if I'm going between focusing on other people and then focusing on the task, then when am I stopping to say, hey, God, what's going on in me that this happened again? Hmm. That this uh, problem showed up again that I don't want to go deep enough to say, this is a pattern you start here, you get here, then you feel this and you've suppressed that. So then you reach out to this, then this happens and here's the problem. It's not mm-hmm. a problem. It's a pattern. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really tough pill to swallow mm-hmm. because I'm helping people and I'm getting stuff done. And that's mm-hmm. two things that people, the world celebrates. Right. So you can actually keep it secret. And as Christians, we only talk about the patterns of like addiction in sin, oh, right, yeah, right. The, we don't talk the, yeah. about those patterns mm-hmm. that yeah. produce a great preacher, 
yeah. a pastor. We don't talk yeah. about their patterns. We only talk about the really negative, right. dark Bad patterns. Right. We, ne we never put the testimony in video like, I'm a people pleaser. I've been delivered. It's right. always like, the Like, I drugs. get too much stuff done. Exactly. Oh, that's like <laughs> yeah, in a job right. interview when someone's like, what's your biggest weakness? And they're like, I'm too efficient. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm just like, I'm too nice to customers. Yeah. I did the worst, you know? What do you think? Your like, turn. what do you, as a young man, a yeah. young buck? Um, you know, I think for me, is I can relate to yours being a people pleaser a lot. Um, but for me, it's like I think a lot of the youth look for me to understand things on a like a deeper level. So even like what we're doing now is like a lot of the youth uh, doesn't have the can't understand it yet, doesn't understand it. But I think. Uh, through that, for me personally, I also have to do my own work. Mm -hmm. Like, just because I look good on the outside doesn't mean I'm really doing it in the inside, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I look good over here, like, we're reading the Bible right now, but do I do it at home, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, there's so many other things that I put uh, in front of reading the Bible, praying, all these other things, when I really need to be doing that to become successful at what I'm doing. And so I think that's for me is my biggest one is like not being all this this goody goody perfect person on the outside and not really being in touch with myself on the inside. People always see me on the stage or whatever it might be like we're up here. We're cool, you know, but on the inside, what really goes on, yeah. you know, like. You really need to figure that out before you can help anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to hmm. uh, understand and be in touch with yourself before you can go out and relate to somebody that's going through through it. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what I need to work on. I think. Yeah, I think when I think of Genesis uh, 43, like you know, we all probably can deal with people pleasing a bit, but like when I read the Bible. Mm -hmm. To your point and your point as well, especially as a communicator, I go, Yeah, I have this revelation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait till be. people hear this. Right. I watch Stephen Furtick be. and I'm like, I should <laughs> I shouldn't be preaching. You know what I mean? Or I watch T D Jakes. And so then now I'm reading the Bible oftentimes, which you know, I, I'm, I've taken three weeks off this week. I'm taking another week off from preaching because I'm starting to read the Bible to get a fire revelation to preach right. and I'm not doing anything in my soul. Mm -hmm. And then I don't preach and people go, how come you're not preaching? And right. then I'm like, should I be preaching? You know what I mean? Like right. it, it, totally. it happens again. And so I'm reading this, I'm reading Genesis 43 and I'm like, okay, it's the conversation. There's, there's 34 verses. How do I get the best revelation so that people will watch it? And God's like, wait a minute, let me tell you what mm. Genesis 43 is it's all really about. Bad. It's about, Jacob's patterns, catching up to his family, right. catching up to him, he's stuck in a pattern. Right. And so that one verse, just one, double the money, he's stuck in a pattern. And I think about how Jacob's entire life has pretty much been the repeating of patterns. And mm -hmm. that's what I want to close with, with our final thought. Um, see that transition? That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. that was tough. So that I was, said it. Sure. And then you looked. So you, I noticed you laughed. So I said it mm -hmm. and it was smooth right. straight into the camera. <laughs> I knew right. exactly. Yeah. So you messed me up because you laughed. I, listen, do you, would you like to read we that? We do it. We do it. So huh. that's, it that's just what I'm going to talk about in our final thought. <laughs> you got to put a hand on me. I was scared to tough. say anything. You got to put a hand breathe. on me. So that one I put the hand on me. I was just like, and that's what I want to talk about in the final thought. <laughs> oh, Mr. That's Rogers, good. we love it. But... 
And our final thought I want to talk to you about your patterns. Mm. Because Genesis 43 is really about Jacob's patterns catching up to him. Jacob's whole life, everything we have, Joseph is Jacob's son. Joseph got in his position because of Jacob's leadership or lack of it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just this is the time where we have to understand the choices that we make and the patterns we choose not to address affect everyone around us. I'm reminded of Jacob's life prior to having children, a pattern he didn't correct, where God in his sovereignty, God in his wisdom, decided that blessings go to the older son. It was a cultural tradition. Mm -hmm. Jacob had an older brother named Esau, and um, it was, their, their dad was obviously Isaac, and it was decided by God. And in that tradition that the blessing went to Esau, and then it would be Esau's job to take care of his younger brother, Jacob. Jacob couldn't handle that, so Jacob entered into a pattern where he used his own mind, didn't consult with God, and he, if you read the, the scriptures, he tricked God, I mean, not God, he tricked his dad, Isaac, into blessing him, not his brother, Esau, because he was the younger brother. And so then fast forward when he has kids, mm. you know, the blessing and the thing is supposed to go to the oldest in the family. And he chose one of the youngest, Joseph, and gave Joseph a coat of many colors when all tradition should have said that it, mm. it should have gone to, the to that person. Yeah. And then when Joseph was gone, he favored Benjamin over all the little brothers, all the other brothers. And now they're practically starving to death because of Jacob's patterns. And then Jacob responds to a seven-year famine with his pattern. And I really believe that God's asking you and I and, I, and I hate the fact that we might have to go to stay-at-home orders. I, I hate that this season has been really difficult. But I don't know that these patterns are broken in, in us as, as God's people. And I think that some of the things we call problems are actually patterns. And what do I mean by patterns? It means that you are repeating a behavior over and over again. You're repeating a response over and over again. There's a pattern of anger and frustration where mm. every time something goes wrong, yeah. you are getting angry and frustrated. And this is a time, if any time in human history, to be angry and frustrated. But I wonder if God's trying to get someone I love what Pastor Philip said last, uh, uh, this last Sunday, that Moses had an anger problem, missed out on the promised land from responding to things with anger. And I believe if you would ask the Lord to reveal your patterns, number one, and number two, if you would ask the people around you, have you seen any patterns in me mm. that might be destructive to the people around me? And ask them honestly. And very few people are going to ask these actual questions because I say stuff like this mm -hmm. all the time and they don't. But I'm going to ask myself, are there any patterns that I have? And I want you to ask yourself the same question, because this is a great opportunity to do what Jacob did not do. Deal with the patterns in his life, his decision making, his constant reliance on, on how much he had. I got to trick my dad so I can have the blessing. I got to make sure Laban, who was his father-in-law, I got to work that out so I can have his goats. And, and then now Esau's mad at me, so let me send some, some money, some gifts ahead. And now the leader of Egypt, who he doesn't even know is his own son, let mm -hmm. me control that and let's get some yeah. honey and rest. 
That's a pattern. And I really believe God is trying to expose some patterns. Are there a pattern with the way that you respond to people um, when they challenge your viewpoint? Do you have a pattern of bullying people who don't think the same as you? Do you have a pattern of being silent when you should speak up? Do you have a pattern of speaking up when you should be silent? Like, what are your patterns right now? And I really believe you would take some time to write down some patterns. I honestly believe this is what we do. God is so good. The only way that that you can not get what God has for you is you. So even if you're like, there's so many, 70% of our church is single and many of them are believing for their, for their husband or wife. And you know how many times I've heard people say, yeah, I'm just waiting for God to send me the right person. Or God's going to, I hope God sends me this person in this time frame. And they don't say, I would have him or her if it wasn't for this pattern. So we have to assume that God's waiting on us to break a pattern. He's not just waiting to send perfect old me or you the blessing and the promise. It's a pattern. And I believe if we take some time to address our patterns, mm-hmm. we will move closer to our purpose. How good was that? That was, that was good. strong. That's, That's a great good. final thought. Very I got Jerry Springer thought. beat. You, yes, you guys have different content for sure in your mm-hmm. final yeah, thoughts. But definitely. yes, absolutely. absolutely. Nailed it. You nailed Family, it. Family, thank you for watching episode four of The Conversation. Don't be like Jacob. Break those patterns. We are going to do it together. Man, put on a mask. Stop tripping. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Stop being all nasty. We got to get out of this, you know, quarantine together. Can That's we right. thank my co-host? I almost said guest. Wow. You almost took us back a step. Is that because wow. of our answers? You're like, oh, no. they got some patterns. No, no. Let's no. get rid of it. You, you definitely have some patterns. Oh but can my we thank my co host, okay. Kendall Haley, Elise Murphy? We will see you next Julia week Love. for episode five of The Conversation. The Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you still didn't say anything. The Conversation. Love you guys so much. See we'll you see soon. you soon.